Thank you, everybody, for joining me again on Overcoming My Narcissism. This podcast is a personal journal of my journey in the attempt to manage my narcissism. I am doing this to help document my progress in this attempt. Having you, my listeners, actively involved in this topic will be helpful to me and others. Keep in mind, I am not a doctor or a medical professional in any way. I am just a podcaster and expressing my thoughts on narcissism. Do not take anything heard or presented here as medical or treatment advice. If you believe you are suffering from a narcissistic personality disorder, or a friend or loved one, or your companion is, please seek professional medical advice. There are many excellent counselors out there. I do hope that this podcast helps me become able to overcome my narcissism and helps other narcissists and society in general accept narcissistic personality disorder much as they would alcoholism or drug addiction, a treatable problem that once recognized by the patient and is followed up with proper treatment can be managed. This podcast is presented by a narcissist for narcissists. Victims of narcissism may or may not enjoy this podcast. I am not defending narcissism. I am trying to work to overcome my narcissism. Personally, I believe narcissism can be managed. Many therapists I know do, and I personally see a therapist about this disorder. This episode kind of deals with personal situation that involves empathy and caring that as a narcissist I don't have the knowledge or I don't have the ability to do this situation was kind of thrust upon me a bit with a little planning but I guess that little bit of planning might have helped because I was able to over a couple of weeks talk to my therapist about it prepare myself for the situation and over the last couple of weeks, the situation has occurred, and I'm working with it. And someone really close to me had a very complicated medical procedure done. It involved a lot of recovery time and showing a lot of compassion. I was able to think through, and unfortunately, I compared it to Probably the key turning point in what ended my last relationship was uh, that person had fallen and hit her head on the rock and literally almost died in front of her daughter in a park. Our relationship had deteriorated to a point that I was asked just to stay home and take care of the daughter, make sure the daughter got to school, not to come to the hospital. When she was discharged, she went to basically her mother's house and stayed for a day or two before returning home to me. And I was asked not to go to the hospital. I was not asked to go to her mother's house or basically to stay away. And at the time, it, I respected it. As a narcissist, I kind of did what I was told there because number one, I didn't want to deal with the situation. I didn't know how to. I don't know. I think Mac and think I should have fought to go there, but I do believe our relationship was over by the time that happened. That was just the absolute turning point. I believe she reevaluated her life and realized how close she was to dying and did not want to die with a person like me as her companion 
uh, may I digress and get back to this procedure was scheduled and due to the planning I had basically cleared my schedule and for me to clear my schedule for anything is a rare occurrence usually my work and my clients and my life comes first even her and I had talked and planned a week out at what time we would leave for the hospital get her checked in how her mom would interact how the kids would be handled and the day before all of that changed all of a sudden I wasn't needed to take her to the hospital I wasn't needed to do many of the things that we had discussed which to me made a lot of sense again I'm the narcissist and I'm the planner and basically her mom was gonna drive or come here three in the morning to pick her up to take her to the hospital for pre-op didn't set well with me you know last minute this is our plans I'm being pushed out all I could do is go back to the previous situation where I was pushed out and I wasn't wanted I don't know what the real reason is I never discussed it it hurt I'll say it hurt my ego and it really scared me because again as of the last situation when I was asked to stay away from something that damn near killed my last companion all surgeries risky and I wanted to be there well as the day went on and things happened my partner presented the case also in kind of this doesn't make sense you don't like to get up early this is three in the morning why don't you go ahead and sleep in we'll do the plan as it has been and personally I would take her to the hospital her mother would come over and take care of the kids uh, 6 37 in the morning make sure they were up and it started their school they're both homeschooling because of COVID and that and then come on to the hospital because everything from three in the morning to seven is was literally pre-op I mean I dropped her off and then she gets taken to the back and I never see her again and honestly I went into the surgery waiting room with my laptop and edited some podcasts eventually her mom showed up just as my partner was going into surgery and everything went well and I spent the entire day at the hospital never checking on podcasts eh, probably checking some email on my phone and things like that through the day especially as she was sleeping and coming recovering she came through the surgery okay her mom ended up suggesting that she leave and go home and come to our house and take care of the kids again feed them dinner and make sure they're fed and then her mom was gonna go home and come and pick my partner up in the morning from the hospital and I could take care of the few appointments that I needed to the following day and I had had my schedule set for about 9 to 2 the following day to be out of the house doing certain things everybody seemed to be in agreement with that mom left about five ish and I stayed at the hospital until 7 or 8 o'clock that night just my partner was getting tired and getting ready to try to go to sleep I made sure she had everything from the gift shop she wanted as far as snack foods and reading materials and invited her into my Apple News subscription so she could read any magazine she wants because she thought she wanted a magazine or something after the gift shop had closed she had requested a uh, fountain drink from the local gas station that we commonly get drinks from on a daily basis and I was a little 
narcissistic throughout the day about that, that I didn't want to go. I wasn't sure where the hospital room was. I didn't want to deal with the traffic. I'm not familiar with this area of town. I made every excuse not to do it. As I left the hospital that night, I realized it was just a bunch of bullshit. I just didn't want to do it. And I was making every excuse, and I felt bad as I was leaving that, yeah, I should have went and got that fountain drink. But everything went well. Got up the next day, received some text messages. I adjusted my schedule even further, so I would be home by noon that day. Basically canceled the second appointment. And basically took care of all of that, got home so that by the time I got home, her mom had brought her home from the hospital. I was then able to pick up the rest of the day, make sure she was fed, make sure somebody was around. Please keep in mind, my partner is very stubborn, to say the least. So she was ready to hit the world again, wanted to go back to work right away. And to be honest, within a day or two, she she runs commonly in the afternoon. Why she wasn't running, she went on an abbreviated walk and is just about back to the point of running a couple of weeks later and doing her full gambit. She runs half marathons and things for enjoyment. So it's been, it was a challenge. It was fun. It really tested a lot of the treatment that I went through and being able to push my life aside for somebody else and try to be there. There was a lot of silence in the hospital room during the day. I mean, not because people were sleeping or whatever or I just didn't know how to say or react and I didn't know if I should if there should be conversation at that time or if that should be quiet time so still my social skills weren't a hundred percent there but for a change I was physically there and I was mentally there I just don't know if my personality was there and it really felt good tribute a lot of that to my therapist and this treatment that I've been undergoing, I attribute a lot of it to the podcast. Because, again, I'm holding myself accountable to you. If this whole thing went and it hit the fan, I'd have to get on here and tell you guys it, it hit the fan and what went wrong with it. But I think a lot of things went right with this one. I really feel good about it. This is me bragging upon myself. But I really honestly feel good that everything went well, went right. We've still in the recovery phase, and there was one night that I did snap and blow up because I think because of the medication and her tiredness and pain, and probably shouldn't document it here, but I believe I said something and I insinuated something that was meant as a positive thing, and she took it as a negative, I'm overstepping my bounds, I have no business saying that, and it was about the speed of her recovery. And we argued about it, and it, you know, it went away in a few minutes. Didn't think anything of it. And then somehow two or three hours later, she brought it back up. Ended up in me blowing up, her yelling and screaming, and me retreating to my office like I normally do to recover. And I knew immediately that no matter what happened, whoever was right or wrong, to swallow my pride, go back into the other room, and apologize. Even if I personally didn't believe it was my, my fault or not, an apology was needed. She didn't need to be in that state of mind in her point of recovery that late in the evening. And it's something I never would have done. I always stand my ground. 
this time I did swallow that pride. I went back out and said, I'm sorry, and maybe I said it wrong. I guess I said it wrong. I don't remember the exact words. I mean, we weren't all lovey-dovey. The apology was over. But we were able to peacefully coexist for a while, and I think we got up the next morning, and everything had went away as opposed to if I would have treated it like I normally do and not apologized and eventually just came out of my office and went back to bed. And it would have eventually, you know, for me, I would have just washed my hands of it. It would have been gone. While my partner is very stubborn, she is very loving, does take things to heart, and does hold on to them. I mean, again, it's kind of the target person, part of it's the target personality of a narcissist. And she would have held on to that fight for a couple of days, and it would have bothered her. And I always think it eventually just goes away. I'm beginning to learn that it doesn't go away. It just kind of, as many comedians have said over the years, gets filed away in a little drawer for her to bring back up at the next fight or two years down the road. Or To sum up this whole episode in the last 15 or so minutes of talking and babbling, I had a really stressful situation that was not about me shouldn't be made about me and I believe I handled it 80 to 85 percent correctly maybe I shouldn't have taken things as personally but you know we all start out as a seed and then go to a sprout and begin to grow and that's where my personality is is maybe that seeds in that germination stage I'm not popped out of the ground yet but there's some things beginning to trigger and happen and it's just figuring out that how to make them work. So again, this is another episode of Overcoming My Narcissism. You can learn more about the show at overcomingmynarcissism.com. You will also find links to subscribe or follow, depending on which service you use, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Play, Overcast. I'm on a lot of the podcast catchers out there for you. You can feel free to comment, send me emails uh, through the website. All the back catalog of episodes is there. And I'm doing this podcast, yes, for me, as an interesting and unique way of journalizing it, but I hope it is helping. And please give me feedback, positive, negative. Tell your friends about it, positive or negative. You know, this guy's a quack. You don't, don't even bother listening to him, or maybe I'm saying some things that do make sense. Maybe I'm helping some narcissists out there. Maybe I'm helping some victims understand the other side of it, who they are treated as some of the worst people of society. And I believe an untreated narcissist is the worst person in society because we can and oftentimes hurt people to the core and in life-altering situations. I'm trying to encourage narcissists to deal with it, that there is help out there. Again, thank you. We'll look forward to you listening again. And-